The Tapper Teacher Training is an annual retreat for homeschooling parents, a live in-person gathering that brings together heart-centered homeschoolers from all over the world for hands-on learning, community, connection, and fun. And I'd love to see you at Taproot 2024. We'll gather August 1st through 4th at a camp in Northeastern Ohio for a long weekend of engaging workshops, hiking and yoga, and personal reflection. Taproot gives everyone a chance to experience and practice singing, painting, and building main lessons in order to foster a deeper understanding of the hands-on, Waldorf-inspired approach. A team of experienced homeschoolers offer guidance rooted in each of their family's life to help bring you more joy to yours. This is our 18th year of offering this amazing experience. You can learn more at artofhomeschooling.com slash taproot2024. You're listening to the Art of Homeschooling podcast, where we help parents cultivate creativity and connection at home. I'm your host, Jean Miller, and here on this podcast, you'll find stories and inspiration to bring you the confidence you need to make homeschooling work for your family. Let's begin. Hey there, my friend, and welcome to episode 66 here at the Art of Homeschooling podcast all about ways to stay focused in your homeschool. I've been getting a lot of questions lately similar to this one. Jean, how do I stay focused as a homeschooler? I know it seems like kind of a funny question, but honestly, we get distracted too. Even last week in my live program that I hosted from homeschoolers from all over the world, uh, we had a lot of conversation about focus. So today, I bring you three ways to stay focused in your homeschool. But first, I just want to share with you a sweet message over on Instagram from one homeschooling parent to another. The Wrapped family said over there, I have found an amazing podcast that has really, really helped me with understanding these problems and to move forward. I would highly recommend it. It's the Art of Homeschooling podcast by Jean Miller. She's also on Instagram at art.of.homeschooling. She makes understanding the Waldorf method so easy. Thank you. It's so wonderful for me to hear that the podcast is really helping homeschoolers out there. Such a beautiful thing. If you're enjoying the podcast and want to leave a rating and review, please hop over to, uh, where do you go? Lovethepodcast.com slash art of homeschooling to leave your review. I would so appreciate it because it really does help other homeschoolers to find this show. Okay, now let's talk about focus and distraction. (laughs) Honestly, first, I just want to acknowledge that 
there are times in our lives when in our homeschools, when focus is more challenging than others, right? When distraction rules and staying present is really difficult. To me, this tends to happen when we have extended illness, like when everyone seems to be sick forever, a cold or flu works its way through the family one by one, and it just seems to take weeks. Or when someone in the family has chronic illness, or even when there is persistent resistance on the part of one of our kids, when uh, we're just coming off the holidays and we're not feeling it. There's so many times when our energy and motivation tend to wane. And I would say that this persistent pandemic is one of those times for so many of us. It just feels like it's going on and on forever. And it's taxing our patience, our ability to be present in the moment, and our focus. It's making it harder for us to focus because just there's just so much uncertainty this week as I record this episode so many parents all over uh, who have kids in all kinds of settings are really just living moment by moment right so many schools and daycares are closed or are letting parents know about their plans at the very last minute and even though as homeschoolers, we're not waiting for others to decide what tomorrow will bring, we're still feeling the weight of it all. So first, I just want to say, let's give ourselves a little extra love today and acknowledge that this uncertainty in the world, like things beyond our control, really do affect everyone's well-being and everyone's ability to focus. So the question remains, how can I stay focused as a homeschooler? Well, today I have three ways. I have three ways to help you stay focused that I think can really help you at times like these, to help you both be more gentle with yourself and improve your focus on the learning activities. And that, I say, is a win-win for everyone. So here we go. The first tip I have for you is this. Set a time limit. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Know when your lesson time begins or your learning activities and when they will end each day. Kids like to know how long is this going to take, right? And they like to know that there is an end point. This is another uh, frame using the Waldorf approach that we tend to think in terms of these main lesson blocks that will last three weeks or five weeks. And I think it's a really good idea to decide ahead of time, oh, this is going to be a four-week block. And then we can do that within our day as well. We want to know what the end point is. For us as parents too, it's easier to give our full focus to something when we've set time boundaries. So are you spending two hours together with your kids today, three, or perhaps 90 minutes from 9.30 a.m. to 11, and then another hour after lunch? 
Whatever it is, you get to decide as the parent. And then I want you to commit to being fully present for that chunk of time. Meaning turn off your phone, close down your screens, and really honestly be fully present with your child, engage with them during this time. Setting a time limit can really actually help our brains to do this. For some, even uh, going as far as setting a timer can be helpful. You you might even want to check out the Pomodoro technique where you concentrate on studies for 25 minutes. This is the original. You, You study for 25 minutes and take a five minute break. You do three rounds of this and then you take a longer break. This technique was actually developed by an Italian graduate student who wanted to improve his focus. And of course, you get to decide how how you want to divide up those time chunks, like how long the focus time is, how long the break is. But this technique can really help you embrace the idea of setting a time limit in a very concrete way. And when we know what the boundaries are, As adults, as children, as humans, when we know what the boundaries are, it's much easier for us to step into the the focus and reduce distraction. Tip number two, movement. (laughs) The Waldorf method is grounded in rhythm, right? And in the idea of regulating our breath, And I have just seen so much written recently. It must just be on my mind, but it's, there is so much about uh, how we want to regulate our breathing in order to improve our well-being, whether that is through yoga or brisk walks. And even classroom teachers are embracing this idea of brain breaks, right? For children during lesson time, for them to be able to have a little bit of break of a break from all the thinking work to move their bodies. One of the things I just love about the Waldorf method is that movement is built in, right? It's part of the learning. It's woven into learning math and language arts and, and, helping children to focus. So how cool is that? That movement is part of uh, this learning with the Waldorf method that's so hands-on and experiential. So I just encourage you to get creative in how you could bring even more movement to your home school with bean bags or learning poems while clapping the rhythm or marching to the times tables or taking breaks in between the the main lesson, the, you know, each section of segment of your day, taking short breaks. If you're looking for more ideas, I encourage you to check out episode 27, where I talked with Brian Wolf from Waldorfish, all about movement games and activities for homeschoolers. And really, all of the lively arts. There are are eight different lively arts. Movement is one of them, but not just movement. All of the lively arts can help with focus. So be sure to explore them all. You can hear more about that, uh, the lively arts in episode 32, 
no, I think it's 23, weaving the lively arts into our lessons. Okay, now for tip number three on how to stay focused in your homeschool, take a break and come back. Okay, the trick here is the coming back part, right? Because so often when we decide to take a break from something, we're uh, kind of resigning ourselves to this feeling that, oh, things just aren't working back out, so forget it, right? But if we could reframe that to, this isn't working right now, or my child isn't connecting to this yet, then we're so much better off. So my suggestion is to take a break from the lesson, from the subject, from the skill that you're working on, and decide when you'll resume or come back to it. Perhaps in a week, a few months, tomorrow. I think a good amount of time, if you really don't know, is about four to six weeks. Uh, but you get to decide based on your intuition. Just be sure to decide, right? Don't just let it go indefinitely. And then even write it down because taking a break can really help. Sometimes even just taking a break for an afternoon where you mix things up a bit. Maybe you cuddle up on the couch with a nice cup of tea and a great read aloud book, or you all go out to play in the snow. We got our first big snow of the year yesterday. And I remember how my kids, uh, they could just stay outside playing in the snow for hours. So yeah, taking a break doesn't mean you're giving up on the learning. It just means that you're shifting gears for a moment or two, perhaps even to widen your lens and embrace that there are multiple ways of learning beyond just book studies. Just remember to decide when you'll return to the subject or the lessons again, and when you will uh, Try, pick up where you left off and try again, maybe just from a different angle or with a different hands-on activity, a different way in. So there you have it. Three simple ways to stay focused in your homeschool, no matter what's going on around you. Remember that lots of learning can happen in small pockets of really focused time and you'll feel better about making progress and experiencing some forward momentum. So whether you decide to uh, set a time limit or engage in more movement and lively arts in your lessons, or take a break from the subject for a while and come back to it, whichever way you choose, I know that you're gonna find in experimenting with these uh, how to be less distracted and more focused. Thanks for joining me today. And if you're enjoying the podcast and want to leave a review to help other homeschoolers find this show, you can go to lovethepodcast.com slash art of homeschooling. And for the show notes for this particular episode, just go to artofhomeschooling.com slash episode 66. That's all for today, my friend. But here's what I want you to remember. Rather than perfection, let's focus on connection. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Art of Homeschooling podcast. Mm-hmm.